This week, we're going to have Dewey critique my newbie squats, discuss if you need carbs to fuel workouts, and an influencer craps all over running. Is he right? Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Back in the saddle, baby. Yeah, it's good to be back. Been a couple weeks, and just so the fan out there understands, I did dock Dewey's pay. Yep. For missing a couple of weeks, so he's been he's been punished and docked. You know he's never going to get that money back. Won't happen again. <laughs> uh, good times. All right, so yeah, we're going to get into my squats. That's going to be the main focus of this episode. Let's do it. Is, is but before we get that, we have to make fun of some things first because that's just how we roll. Right. So <laughs> it passed St. Patty's Day now, but when when uh, we were going to record the last one, I found this next to uh near st patty's day i found this uh nutrition facts on this mcdonald's shamrock shake they should just put none which is <laughs> stupendously awesome okay first of all look at the look at the calories on this bad boy i can't get past the arrow 560 <laughs> the red arrow that 560 calories and, and even the ingredients, okay. <clears throat> uh, okay, sugar. Sugar's the first ingredient of that. Uh, well, I guess milk. Milk, sugar, cream. <clears throat> Monodiglycerides, guar gum, dextrose. That's just the crap that's in the ice cream. Then we got shamrock shakes, shake syrup, high fructose corn syrup, then corn syrup. So <laughs> two, two kinds of corn syrup. Water, well, they sugar, there's sugar again. People, they just want people to make sure that they're getting. That's probably just a typo. Somebody trying to make it look worse who typed this up. And then, okay, whipped cream, crystallized green sugar, and maraschino cherry. Okay, so 560 cals. Yikes. But here's the thing. Why would you need to doctor it up to make it look bad? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think they did. I mean, this thing is just ridiculous, right? 560 calories. <clears throat> Total sugars, 78 grams, and then the total carbs, 91. I mean, when I was doing, you know, Atkins or anything low carb, I'm trying to stay under 20 a day, right? Right. So this is that's your, four days worth. That's your work week. Yeah, you can slurp <laughs> down one quarter of this a day if you want to, and then have no other carbs the rest of the day if you're trying to eat low carb. Gross. 400% of your They're daily. They're so good, though. Oh, but. Hyper, as Gary Taub says, hyper palatable. Oh, Yeah. And then what do you think when you eat that? You drink that thing down, it's 560 calories of pure sugar. Do you think you're full? Of course not. You're just getting started. Because your body's like, that was nothing. That was nothing. You got no protein, nothing satiated, nothing satisfied me. All it did was, you know, in your guts out to here, just from volume. Right. But you're like, uh, I need more. Yeah. And you, and you just, do. You do. You, where did you get it? Because you got no nutrients. You got it at McDonald's. You just got some volume. <laughs> so you're going to get food. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You think you're just going through the drive thru and just getting that? No. No. Yeah. So that is just. Whack, and I think back. Wackiness, man. I think back to the day when I used to get shamrock shakes. Because I did. I used yeah. to love them. Right. Probably still love them. Well, I still do. I like the eggnog one at Christmas. Oh, too. so good, too. That's so good. <laughs> but here's the question is. Not really a question so much as a statement. But for everybody out there, mm -hmm. I used to love those, and I used to also go to McDonald's to get them, clearly. But I also got a meal. Right. 
And then I had the audacity to wonder why I was fat. <laughs> Looking back, the evidence was clear. <laughs> it is. It's mind numbing. It's like you fat ass. Why did you think you could do that? Right. Yeah. In what in what realm is that part of an acceptable? diet plan or nutrition plan or lifestyle or whatever. Because the only nutrition training I ever had was high school football mm. and it was eat little Caesars buffet. Yeah. And it was and just eat, eat more because you're, you're, you know, putting tons of workouts in yeah. and pumping iron all the yeah. time and running and what should I eat? Doesn't matter. Just eat it. Yeah. You got to pack on some pounds. They're wanting to get heavier typically in football. So you know, absolutely. Yeah. They're saying pack on the pounds and it's a, that's why all those linemen have big guts and stuff because they're like strong men. You know, yeah. they don't care about being lean. Nope. It's just mass. They mm -hmm. want, you know, because mass moves mass. Right. So if the other guys, and, you know, I'm sure in, in, in the NFL, linemen are like all plus 300 now. For a, And that's been that way for probably 20 years, for right? Sure. So I'm sure in college and high school, well, if you're going to be 300 plus in the NFL, you got to be close now. to that in college. Start now. And yeah. as close as you can in high school. So, you know, if you're taking a 180-pound kid and trying to get him as close to 300 as you can, yeah. you're packing on the calories. <clears throat> and and with no discretion as to how – what kind of calories those are. And it's and – it's, but it's <sighs> – I'd love to talk to a current high school coach, like now a new one. Right. Like somebody who's like 25 who just got into it. I wonder what they tell their players now. Because obviously 30 it, years ago when we did it, it was just eat. doesn't matter. They tell them Sport the same shakes. thing. Sport shakes. They tell them the same thing. Do they? Yep. And here's the dilemma is that you alluded to it when you said mass mean most mass and it's true. Yeah. So football coaches care about winning football games. Yeah. They don't care about the metabolic health of their players. Right. So just eat to eat. Yeah. And when they do put on mass, they will be better football players. Yeah. Cause you're going to move that guy. Period. In front of you. Yeah. And, and not just move that guy, but you'll be. Harder to Less move. easy, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're the irresistible force and the immovable object, right, all in one. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's no different than for us when we lift weights. Yeah. And when I get a little heavier, I can lift more. Yeah. There's, well, there's no there's no arguing. Perfect example: Eddie the Beast and Thor. Thor. When they were strong men, they were hulking beasts with mm -hmm. big guts, and just their faces were just round. And they were just massive, right? Oh, they're loaded with steroids. Well, but that they were also help. eating how many calories a day? 15, because they 000. knew that mass, yeah. in order to pick up those giant stones and pull a truck, they had to be massive. So then now that since they're doing boxing, they've, they, well, at least Thor has abs now. And you want to be scared? Look at Thor with abs. That looks freaky, dude. Because he's so massive. He looks like a freaking superhero. He does. It's or crazy. a villain. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, because, you know, when you, when you see him big and fat, like a, you're like, okay, I can deal with that. But when he's got abs too, you're like, no. No, he's like a, no. Real, like a real life Thanos. <laughs> like his one ab is the size of my fist. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, that's, you know, as soon as they didn't need to be strongmen anymore, they shed a lot well, of weight. Well, then they boxed. And they're boxing, so they Thor wanted to try to. Ass out. Yeah, did you watch that? I watched the highlights. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I saw, actually, like, I happened to be on my computer and like five minutes before it started, somebody said, Hey, anybody going to watch this? It was in like one of the home gym workout Facebook groups. For somebody real. posted a link to it. No way. So yes, I just popped it on, streamed over to my TV and happened to catch the whole 20 minute thing. Oh, you should have said so it. It's, it's pretty cool. 
Uh, but yeah, Thor just obviously he put the time in, and and he trained. And you know, <laughs> it's funny because Eddie was like he had that thing where he's like leaning back and he's like trying to block him, and then he just with his one hand he's waiting for yeah the haymaker. You know, yeah, that was pretty funny. But to his credit, I watched a few videos of him eating crow afterwards. He did. He came out and he said, "He I outboxed got, I got, me. I got bested." Yep. yep. Yeah, and. and he, he was it. a dick before. Oh, in he the run was up. trash talking. So he actually, I mean, he was going to get, they had a tattoo bet. They had like, the loser donates all his money. Yeah. And it was Eddie that was fueling all that. Uh, for sure. He's a, he's a, he's a master trash talker, which. So I wonder if he's going to get, because he's supposed to get world's greatest strongman, Thor, Bjorn, Hjorn, no or whatever. Way. He was, that was the bet. You got to get the other guy's name tattooed on your body. <laughs> so we'll see if I, they live up to that. I bet he welches <clears throat> on that one. Um, yeah, I bet he welches on that. I mean, I don't know how you could do that. I would have been like, unless it's microscopic, like on your ass or something. I would have said, "Psych." <laughs> I, had my fin- I had my fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, la- on our last episode, we we talked about um, our new man crush, right, Doctor Anthony yeah. Chafee, or your new man. Man yes, my I still have carnivore problem. guy. He's American, but he uh, lives in Australia. He's a surgeon, and he's kind of a rising carnivore star. And it's an interesting kind of- What does of, that mean? Well, he's popping up at all the- He's starting to do podcasts, YouTube videos, okay. starting to see him in all the carnivore groups. Sure. And he, you know how Saladino's kind of drifted into that. I, I like honey and, and eat, eat berries and stuff. And, and you went know. from berries to f- just fruit. Yeah, so- even uh but this guy this guy's a purist even liver king's fruit yeah and you know and potatoes so really this guy and like sean baker are the only two almost like purists anymore so this guy's kind of almost replaced solidino as is kind of the the pure carnivore guy yep and he stands by it i mean if you listen to him, his podcast and stuff he's very you know it's all in fact, he just says hard facts. That's like the title of, you know, a lot of his episodes, just hard facts only, you know, and he just goes through and demonstrates. But I actually asked him, he was in a group and I actually asked him a question and he responded. So we're going to, and it was the, because my, my thing that I'm always questioning is, because you're always saying, I need the carbs to feel my workouts, right? And yep. that's kind of the prevailing wisdom, even with uh, Zach, what's his name, with Sean Baker, Bitter, the yeah. distance runner. Yep. You know, it's not like he's, Chewing a raw ribeye as he's running his hundred miles. No, he carb he times squirts some he carb times in there. around his training and his competition. Right. So you know, there's always that kind of lurking there. So I, I just straight up asked him. Um, Interesting. Uh, so okay, so he's he's got this uh, episode where he talks because he confronts this directly because because he gets questions all the time because Saladino is eating it. You know, a lot of carnivores have kind of drifted a little bit. And before you get into your question and his mm-hmm. answer, yep. let me try and answer it. Okay. In in his terms. Yep. <clears throat> sure. For extreme sporting, carbs are beneficial. But for longevity and overall health, for the average Joe or Jane – Unnecessary. Close, but he doesn't even go that far. He well, then says, he's wrong. <clears throat> well, well, that's where we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you got to watch this episode. It's really good. I'll post it in the show notes. He talks about why 
it's unnecessary and you think Saladino and these guys have his theory is they've drifted because they're eating too much organ meats and these things have things in them that are not necessarily beneficial and you get overloaded on certain vitamins and things oh. and they're causing it's causing thyroid problems and that's causing them to drift and if you just stick with the muscle meat and eat to eat to satiety that's that's all you need so i asked him directly i said um okay i'd love to hear how you refute people who say they need carbs to fuel their workouts i just straight up asked yep, them right for crossfitters sure. runners etc when they and when they eat zero carb they drag in the gym well stated, right? Yep. Perfect question. And he goes, so you're saying, and then somebody, of course, attacks me immediately. So you're saying Sean Baker and Dr. Chafee drag in the gym? I said, <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not saying it. The people who say it are saying it. I want to hear a person more educated than I explain if that applies to all or are Baker and Chafee outliers. Okay. Because, you fair, know. Fair response. Baker, I mean, he's sprinting on the air dying. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. just going balls out. He w- rose at world class. But and all he eats is ribeyes. But that's sprinting. Right. Do that for 90 minutes. Right. So is it more of an endurance athlete right. thing? Okay. So then, uh, then you know, we go back and forth with this person. And then, uh, okay, so then Chafee actually responds. He said, after 24 hours without carbs, your body will make all the energy you need from your fat stores. I did a talk on high-performance training on Carnivore where I covered this on YouTube, and I have done a few posts on Instagram as well. I'll look and see if I can find some links. So then uh, I'll post all these links for the responses so people can take them in. Sure. So, you know, he's – it's got a long, you know, um, thing talking about bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Is, bodybuilding is not performance. Right. So, but, but it was just related kind sure, of because he sure. was talking about yep, – Because yep. people ask him all the time, well, how do you – you know, don't you need carbs for this, this, and this? And his point is like he hates the bulking and cutting thing because he says really when you're bulking, you're just adding a ton of intramuscular fat and glycogen to your muscles, which only make them appear larger. But in fact, the muscle is intermixed with intramuscular fat. This is like marbling on a steak. And it's brought about by the same exact mechanism, eating carbs. So then he talks about that. Um, what a stud, by the way. Yeah, he's he's fit. Yeah, very. Um, well, <clears throat> he's fit appearing. Wow, right. Yeah, aesthetically, very. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, let, if he runs 100 miles, I don't know how he would do it. What's his friend time? Right. I don't know what that is, but that's got to be a... It's a CrossFit workout. <laughs> what's his am rap? Fran, yeah, Marpa, ASCAP. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so I'll post all these links where he responds, and people, you know, I don't want to belabor the point, people can go into it on their own. Um, so he's got, but he's a lot, got a lot of good information if you're into carnivore. Um, and, and he's a purist. I mean, he's he, he literally says when he went to his mom's house and she put some like thyme and rosemary and stuff on the on the ribs or whatever, he ate it and then he was like depressed. For like a day, like it, it instantly affected his mood. So I think he's kind of hypersensitive, kind of like Michaela Peterson, right? You know, so he's might be one of the people that are extra susceptible. So he he said he feels like a superhero when he's just pure, pure carnivore. Any type of carbs or even seasonings, and he's affected. So interesting stuff. So I'll post all those links so for everybody. Beef and salt, beef and salt, and and he. If you watch some of his YouTube videos, he basically his his fridge is just ribeyes on the shelves that's all it is and he just open he salts them up and he open it's cost prohibitive yeah well he's a surgeon that's so a thousand dollar fridge yeah, he's a surgeon <laughs> right. well he eats nothing else right he, so he doesn't well, have fair. to buy their food fair. and actually it's not that much because you know the satiety per calorie is so high mm-hmm. that he doesn't probably consume as much groceries as a regular person buying you know prepackaged shit from the grocery store 
So, yeah, but his fridge is just steaks with salt on them drying out and aging. Badass. And then he takes one that's like, you know, three weeks old, and that's the one he makes, and then he's got the other ones getting ready, and yeah, that's what he does. My stomach just growled when you were describing that. Exactly. So, speaking of meat and such, oh, and then here's another, uh, I'll post this too. He said, I mean, he's the guy's built, you know. He was a professional rugby guy too before became a surgeon so i'll post this episode where he talks about high performance training on carnivore so he dresses that he could straight be, up yeah and he could be juiced to the hill yeah we don't know he's he hasn't addressed that right nobody's i don't know if anybody's asked him that so you know i love to shit on bill gates right i'm gonna do it again right now so this article just I, came up i don't think he's too worried about it <laughs> right Wait a minute, my email just stopped working. Right? <laughs> what the hell? My bank account's overdrawn. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Gates Industries. <laughs> Five five thousand dollar debit from Gates Industries. Okay. <laughs> so this just this article just got posted the other day and and you know, I've been saying this since we started the podcast, really, is that he's coming he's coming for the meat, baby. So here's his opinion now. Bill Gates, rich nascent nations should move to 100% synthetic beef. Mm. And then here's the article. I'll post the article so everybody can look at that. Basically, his contention is that that's the only way we're going to do, you know, address climate change and all the other problems that he has with, with producing actual meat from cows. And what pisses me off about this is is, is that it's blatantly not true. Well, right. Because but why people do we... say all the time that to reverse everything, mm-hmm. even that vegan documentary I told you to watch, mm-hmm. probably didn't. Mm-hmm. They say in there that we I just... I only accept views that support mine. <laughs> right. I know that. <laughs> um, they said in that documentary, they said that a marginal reduction in beef production would reverse everything. Right. Not getting rid of it 100%. And I'll even would disagree with that contention. I don't think that's even true. I think regenerative ranching is is the way. Yeah, but they're not doing that. Right. It's not regenerative. But, but I think no. that's the way, though. It's and mass. Based, yeah. based on the amount of available land, because the, the weird thing is there's so much available, only so much, a t- and a tiny sliver is available for f- farming as fertile land. Like, you know, we're, we live in it right here. In the Red River mm-hmm. Valley. I mean, we're in the patch, right? But something like eighty percent or ninety percent of the of the world's land is not suitable for farming. But a, a much larger percentage is suitable for ranching because cows can run over rocks. Right. right. They can just they well, eat that, what's there. You just described Wyoming. Exactly. There's no right. crops and so to me that's it's barely grass. The regenerative ranching is that's the path forward. Yep. But the problem is Bill, the Bill Gates types say well, they're farting and burping up all the methane. And ugh. well, what they don't say is that that methane has a ten-year cycle; it goes away. Right. It doesn't just accumulate. Like remember the old in the eighties, the ozone layer mm-hmm. from hairspray hair and you know yep. the hairspray and all the crap in the ozone layer. I remember that. I haven't heard rain. about that, have we? I heard the acid rain, or I remember the acid episode, rain. Yes, episode on different strokes. Yeah, Kimberly, right. Kimberly Drummond's hair turned green. <laughs> Because she washed it with that That's rainwater from the deck, but yeah. So the the whole car, cows burping and farting methane is you know it's that's part of a, the natural cycle of things. It it lasts ten years and it comes back down as condensation and it's reabsorbed into the soil and they shit on the soil and you know that to, that to me is the path forward. Anyways, yeah. why do we just because somebody's really good at computers? 
why are they assigned this knowledge about climate vaccines? All they're the not other, assigned it. All the they other crap of, he's pushing. They can, they're not assigned it. They but just why do we default to him? Because he has a voice. Right, but why do we defer to him and listen to him? That's what I don't understand. I mean, he's he's on all these panels as like some expert on this shit. You know what he's expert at? Selling computer operating systems mm-hmm. and licensing them to hardware manufacturers. That's how he got rich. Yeah, because he was a little bit smarter than Steve Jobs. That's it. Debatable. He, he was a little more successful. Well, a little more ruthless, actually. Yeah. Right, and willing to you know do whatever it took to. Out, outpace him. Right. But why is he now an expert on vaccines, on climate change, on, you know, nutrition? Well, I say, and that this meme just made me laugh. Because of, part of it is the Look whole, part of it is the whole, he's, he's a billionaire and I'm not, so he must be smarter than me. At selling computer operating systems. Right, right. I Which, would go to him for that. Right. It's a, it's a fallacy. Would you go to a fat nutrition coach? Would you go to a Broke financial planner. Or a weak strength coach. Would you go to a girly man, nerd with tits, for how to best do nutrition? No. Mm-mm. Here And I found this meme, and it says, this is Bill. Bill eats synthetic fake meat. Bill has titties. <laughs> Bill has no appreciable muscle. <laughs> Bill has female pattern, body fat, deposition. That's a word I've never heard. Bill is unhealthy. Don't be like Bill. Eat real meat and don't morph into a woman. That's awesome. Look at that guy. I don't want to, whatever he's doing, I don't want to do that. Right. I want to do what Chafee's doing. I want to do what Sean Baker's doing. I want to do what anybody who's kicking ass and in shape is doing. Not freaking Bill Gates. No, he's not a role model for um, (laughs) aesthetically pleasing physiques. Right. Exactly. Um, All right. Enough of that. Let's get into my squats, okay? Let's see your sissy squats. Now, just to lay out what I've been doing. It's not a dig. That's a thing. No, I know. That's a real thing, yeah. It just happens to also apply. It just happens to just be super funny. (laughs) Let me tell you my plan with the squatting and my philosophy, and you can tell me if I'm what I'm wrong about. So what I started doing... Because I've had this PRX rack, and I've been using it for benching, right? So I'm like, I need to do some... I need to do some legs. I haven't been doing legs. So I need to start squatting with this thing. But I've always been kind of afraid of it because I didn't know the form. I didn't know what I was doing at all. Smart. So what I did was I just squatted with the bar until I felt like I had the movement kind of well well down. So you thought. I saw, So I thought. As best as I could. And then... I've been at, at, then I started with like, uh, I don't know, I put like 10 pounds on each. And then I just been going up like five, 10 pounds every session. I've been doing it every other day. Um, four sets of eight. But what weight? Well, I started at, you know, the bar. And then I, now I'm up to like 125, I think. Okay. So, you know, I'm just Smart. I'm creeping up 510 yep. because I want to, I feel like if I put my max on there, uh, I might, you know, I'm not solid enough yet. Where I can't shoot a cannon from a canoe. Exactly. Right. So yes. my my thing is I'm going to work on my form and just creep up five, 10 pounds a week or not a week, but every other day. And then, you know, once I get to where it's hard, like I can barely do it, then I'm going to like live there for until I really, really feel I got it. Then I'll creep up with normal progressive overload. Because there's nothing Does more that that'll fuck you up than having that weight on your spine. And doing it and wrong. doing it wrong exactly. All right, so <clears throat> let's watch this and see what you think. Gloves for sure. safety. Get rid of the pitch mittens. Jeez, what gloves are you? Gloves for safety. What are you making? 
barbecues for a thousand people, you need to be sterile. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to stop. Okay, before, speaking of um, being uncomfortable and stuff, okay, I have my batting gloves on. They're batting gloves from Shields, by the way. You know what I also ordered? I'm embarrassed for you. (laughs) You know what I also ordered? I don't even want to know. A foam pad for the bar. Face shield? No. (laughs) You did not. I did. Because I was like, God, this hurts my freaking shoulders. Because you're doing it wrong. (sighs) But now it feels comfy. (laughs) Yeah, because you took the easy way. I didn't have that. Instead of doing it right. I didn't have that here. So, okay. You know what sucks, though, or I found about my own flexibility is reaching up and grabbing the bar was hard. Like I Got to drill for that. I'm so like unflexible. I was like, oh my God, I can barely get my hands back here. That's good. Is that good? Yeah, you're supposed to, it's supposed to be so. Oh my tight. God. I, but I didn't, Not I, good that you're immobile, but it's <laughs> right. good that you're in at least narrow enough so that it's uncomfortable. Also, it should be. I also can't barely even reach my own feet. So that's a whole nother issue. All right. So, oh, we're going to do an episode on mobility equaling longevity. Okay. What I was unsure about was like, you know, where to look, how straight my back's supposed to be. I tried to keep the well, bar travel as more most up and down as I could. Yeah, and what I can't. What and I it kind of see. just kept looking straight ahead. Yeah, that's kind of what I was doing. Well, for starters, you don't need to. Maybe you're doing it for the video, but you don't need to. When when I'm coaching people and they take the bar off the rack, I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 you going for a stroll? Oh, you don't have to take so don't many take steps so many backwards. steps back. Okay, yeah, yeah let's look at you that. Just have to clear the J hook. Let's look at that. Okay, because when it well, gets, I to think be, I was worried about banging into it. Because when, when it gets five hundred pounds, you're not going to walk with it. Oh, right. Yeah, you don't want to be going. Be you're going to lift it off and you're going to back up an inch. Okay, let's watch that part. See, I was worried about. Because my, I wasn't sure of my bar travel. Yeah, I was worried about it. Hit him too. on the way out. You're too far away too. So I only took like two small steps yeah. back. It wasn't and too bad, but you're really I just don't want to hit him right there. Because I figured that would fuck me up if I was going up and I slam into the J hook on the way up. See, and here's the here's the concern. Does that ever happen, or is that just oh, all unfounded? The time. Okay, no, 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 no. It's very, very common, even for experienced. experienced. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what I can't tell from this view. I'd need a straight on view. Is from behind or the front? Front. Okay. I can film it from the front. Yeah, from the front because I need to know how you're with your stance, and I can't see that. Okay, I can tell you that because I started off way too wide when I was just doing the bar. I was I thought like I had to be really like way out here, you know. And then now I'm almost now right below my beneath no. my knees. Is that uh, you should be a little wider than shoulder width. Slightly Let's start though, but that's where I was going with this story okay. is everyone's squat is different. And it's based it's based on your femur length. Oh, right. So, one thing if 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 I'm guessing, but maybe you are and I just can't tell is now about my feet position, they're slightly outward. Slightly outward except your 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 Weight is still, you can watch closely, your heels come off the ground. Mm, okay, let me see that. Right there. Oh, yep, yep, at the very bottom. Yep. Well, that's, you know, why you're doing that. That's probably some of my unflexibility. It is. Too, you're right? making up for your lack of mobility. Yeah, right. So, and what you're doing. squatting that far was hard. That's the hard That part. was hard, man. Because, yep. like, I could go above parallel 
pretty easily, but when I hit parallel or below, it's like, holy shit. And what's way harder. And what that means is what we call that is you're going below parallel for the sake of going below parallel. Oh, okay. not for the, the, so the perfect squat is the, not always below parallel. It is. Oh, it is. But yeah. if you have it, if you don't have that mobility wise, then that's not your perfect squat. Not mm. yet. Right. So only well, just go more to effort. deep. Took a lot more effort. Well, well, and you didn't do it right though. <clears throat> you're, you're, watch when you get to the bottom, mm -hmm. you're, what, it's called butt wink. <laughs> right there where your, yeah. your, your hips are tilting down to make yeah. up for the lack, lack of mobility, mobility okay. to just get deeper, to just to get deeper. Right. That's not good. Okay. Because you're going to mess up your low back. Also at the top. I felt it. I mean, I felt it all in quads. You should feel it mo mainly in your ass. Really? Yep. Okay. So what I, I was definitely do, doing it wrong because it was all, like, yep. all quads. No, it, you'll you feel get, it in quads. How do you get the it, gluteus involved? It's because you're... Gluteus minimus in my case, but if I want to make it maximus. It, it needs to be... Um, <laughs> If 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 I were coaching you, I would start you out with box squats. What's that? That's where you go and sit on a box on your way down. Yeah, if you're like this, you hit a box like then, instead of a chair. Oh, okay. Because what you're doing, see how I did this? You're yep. going. You're going. Right. I was. You're not going back. Okay. So think the cue I like to tell people. And I was is, trying to keep my back as straight as possible. That's that's wrong. No, but if you, you man, might, it's so Michael, complex, Michael, it's so complex. We haven't even got into your bracing or your shoulders yet. I did take one tip and I don't remember if it was you or like a, just a generic, you know, mm -hmm. how to squat YouTube video, but they said, take a breath. Like you're going underwater. That was me. That was a you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So yep. I did that. So just imagine when you walk up to the bar, imagine that's water. And right. every time you go under, you get, and then people are like, well, how do I brace? Like my daughter, Emmy's get really getting into weightlifting, and I absolutely love it. Right. But she said, I said, are you bracing? She goes, yeah, I'm, I'm holding my breath and holding my core. And I said, don't hold your core. Picture, remember when we were kids and we had those cheap Lee pants? And they had the button, the snap. Remember the snap? Yeah. And you'd go, oh, I opened it with my belly. <laughs> right. That's the thought you want to think. Okay. Think you have snap jeans on and you're going to try and open it. I always think of it like if, if somebody walked up and said, okay, for 500 bucks, I'm going to punch you in the gut. But then, but then if you go punch Is in the wrong? gut. Yeah. Because you're going. Right. That's what I want to do. You want to go in. You want to go out. You want to press out. Okay. Yep. That is completely different than I was doing then. Yep. Because I'm thinking about if somebody's got to punch me, what would I do? So what you do yeah, is you get waiting a, for the punch. Right. That's what and I'm And that's not for. what you want to do. Okay. What you want to do is um, I don't recommend weight belts until you get like 500. I do have one. I just until you get like 500 pounds. Yeah, I didn't figure I needed it yet. But but if you want to use a weight belt, starters, it, it's like measuring your waist with a yeah. tape measure. Right. It's, it's above your belly button. Right. It's not down around your waist. Right. Have it up here and then have it a little loose and then... So if it's push like in, right here, and push into it and then go. Okay. And if you feel it push, you know, your brace. Okay. That's a good tip. Yep. Another question. Knees. Knees have, and that's where I can't see it unless I'm straight on. Knees have to track. Well, I was going to ask about the sleeves. Like, no. do you think that nah, that's a they, problem? No, they, or no. Or they're not going to wear them out or anything? No. 
No, they provide no structural support. What yep. they do provide, though, is mental support. Also, they keep your knees warm. Oh, so yeah. it works. About that, it yeah. helps, um, and it, and it's just a little tight, so people like it. It's not like I need it, or otherwise my knees are going to fall apart. No, no, there's nothing in the world that'll do that except doing it wrong. <laughs> right. Doing it really so, wrong. so what a lot of people don't do it where they fail and you're not doing that yet from what i can tell but you're starting to the you're showing like precursors to doing it and that is you want to always make sure that your knees are not over your toes like the knees over toes get mm-hmm. but always make sure your knees are in line with your feet so this should all be one straight line. Oh, so not like not like cockeyed, not bow-legged, like this. Yep. not bow-legged or in, whatever yep. you call it, in. And then the hardest part to learn about the squat is to think, don't think standing up. Mm. Think pushing th- into the floor. Oh, right. And then when you do that, you have to purposely and consciously drive your knees out okay on the way up and that'll engage the the side and then the glutes the outer okay yep yeah because for me it was all quad so obviously i'm concentrating on the wrong muscle and it's going to feel really weird to 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 do that to push this and what you'd have what the thought is is it starts from the ground up just like any only lift you start like this and only meaning olympic right yes sorry yep (laughs) um not only in Lena. When you when your feet are on the floor and you finally get your good squat stance, so your feet are perfect, once you do that, you're going to get comfortable with that. But what you want to do is on your way up, right before you, when you brace your stomach, you want to take your feet and then you want to grip the floor with your feet. Which I was doing barefoot, by the way. And that's, that's, that's a good... Because I heard that that was a, it's good, a good hack. Better than wearing sneakers. Absolutely. You know, because um, they don't have squat shoes, which are like super rigid. Is that what? No, they're elevated. Oh, okay. And rigid. But you want to like go like that and spin your feet outward. Okay. Because it creates torque. Right. Okay. And when you create that torque, then you engage your glutes. You don't have a choice. And there's so much mind muscle connection that goes on there. Right. Which they don't have yet. Yep. And that, that takes a while. And that's why I started so light and then just I'm trying to get the form down. So actually what I might do is because now it's getting a little hard. I might go back 20 pounds or something mm-hmm. and really work on now that with all the things you've told me, try to improve the form. Because when you're just trying to get the weight up, form goes to shit. Yep. Right. When it's, when it's tough. Yep. So I like I saw a picture of you at CrossFit just holding the bar, right? Yep. Practicing deadlifts or whatever you were doing. Drills. Right. Yep. Because, you know, the form, you got to get that form down. So yeah. I think I got to go back some weight yep. so that it's easy again so that I can really form. focus on the form. Form first. Because yep. you can't shoot, again, you can't shoot a cannon from a canoe. Right. So if you keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and all of a sudden your muscles are getting powerful, but you're still in a canoe, you're fucked. Yeah. It can mask a lot of that. Right. A lot of that poor form. Right. And then that's when you end up getting hurt. The last thing I'll touch on so we don't take the whole hour talking about it, because we could, (laughs) is- um, Many hours, probably. Is make sure when you're back here, elbows down, and then just- I did have my elbows in a- I didn't even know. They're a little back. But um, what you want to imagine is you're 
trying to pull the bar down. Like you want you want to bend I, the bar. I remembered you saying that. I did really pull it down on my shoulder. Well, then, but so I'm so inflexible. I, I have yeah, like no movement. The reason I know that you're not really pulling down on it is because oh. your hands see your. I can't see this. It'd be better if I was straight on. Yeah. But right there, pause it right at the top. <clears throat> see how your wrist is cocked back? Yep. If you were really pulling down on the bar, your wrist would be stacked. So instead of like this, right. it's stacked. But it's I think what happens when some of that's my mobility, though. For sure, I can't even get my freaking arms back there. But you'll be surprised once you pull <laughs> so. down on it. Because remember, when you're eventually, you're it's going to be a lot of weight. Right. So you want to stay stacked. Damn right, it will be. But you, you just have to learn to be able to rest <laughs> the bar and, and create that shelf on my massive traps. Yeah, yeah you might want to work on that. <laughs> Because it does help. But for now, what I would probably do with you is I'd have you do, we don't do this yet. Just keep doing what you're doing. Right. But what I'd probably have you do what we call low bar. What's so I'd that? actually have you, instead of, we'd roll it down to like right here. Shit, how am I going to hold it? I can't get my freaking arm back there. You have to hold it. I'd have to start with PVC. I don't know if you can hold the bar that. Sometimes you got to start with PVC. <laughs> right. Um, and then the only, the other, only other critique is I would... You prefer a different color glove? Yeah, might, <laughs> might as well be pink. The, uh, not that there's anything wrong with wearing pink. But you need to stand all the way up. Mm. Your hips are super muted. Oh, at the like when I hit the top? Yeah, like that's not the top. Okay. Right there, see? Oh, okay, I could have... I yeah. should have done a little you, bit of a... You uh, need to... You need to... Uh, you need, a little bit of thrust. Because, yep. okay. again, <clears throat> cannon from a Which canoe. Which, that's a glute thing, too, because then you're pushing and, the glutes. And hip flexors. Okay. Yep. Yeah, definitely not doing that. My thing was, once the bar was up, then I, For sure. I, I yep. achieved the goal. Yep. But you got to go that extra people little think once the bar, what, People think it's the knees locked, but it's not. It's right. the hips locked up. Okay. Good. So, like, if that was CrossFit and you were in a competition, they'd no rep. Oh, my God. All those? Yep. Oh, bullshit. Not one would count. Bullshit. <laughs> Rough. Okay. Wait, this is why we do this. This is why. I, you are below parallel, though. And the best way to. That, to, yeah, it takes some the, effort. The but. best. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of a drill, before you do your squat session, do a super long warm-up. And one of the things to do in the warm-up is to sit with just the bar on your back at the bottom of that and just sit there. Oh, just hang out. Just sit there. Just yep. to get used to it. There used to be a thing called the 10-minute challenge where people would sit in the bottom of squat for 10 minutes. Just the bar? No, body or, weight. Oh, yep. yeah, right. Fuck. That but would be... Squat and scroll. Most people can't do that, I bet. Squat and scroll was the mind pump guy's challenge. Okay. Where you sit and sit in a squat and scroll Instagram <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think 99% of people who don't squat regularly could not do that. No. Definitely not. Nope. Or go <clears> below <throat> parallel. But just remember, all you got to do to be able to um, know if you're below parallel or not is to just draw a line. Right. It's, it's that easy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. We'll have like 17 things to work and on And you're there. probably a little lower than parallel there because a high camera won't really tell. Because parallax error. Yep. Right. You're so you have to, if, 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 if I was like this and I was with you. Yeah. I don't want to have to put the camera at knee level. Yep. So you can see exactly if you actually level. drop it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I got a lot of stuff to work on there. 
But it, all in all, it's and it's solid. tough to remember all this crap. While you gotta, and you got to work on your mobility yeah. so you can stand up. Right. I mean, when I had long hair, I couldn't even put it in a ponytail. I could barely reach back there and, and put my hair in a ponytail. Before I started CrossFit, <laughs> I couldn't put my collar down. Oh, shit. It's like your own. Yep. I oh have Mel. God. Mel, can you put this down? Oh, my God. And she had to, yeah. Yeah, my mobility was bad. It's still bad. And as I get stronger and my muscles get bigger, it's worse. You know, like. Well, that's it, a whole other show. Right. That means well, you have you know, like, motion issues. And not yep. like I'm comparing myself, but like, you know, the, those giant steroided out bodybuilders can't even comb their hair just because their muscles are literally they're, in the way. They're called muscle bound. And yeah. they are because they're, they're shitty reps. Right. And they want to be muscle bound. Right. Because that makes them look bigger. That's all they care about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why a lot of the CrossFit folks. Don't look super bodybuilder like, no. super jack. They just look lean because it's functional, yeah, right? They need it to straighten out, and that's a completely separate fitness area than just hypertrophy, which is just the size of the muscle growing it. You just nailed it. It's yeah. fitness and it's hypertrophy. They're yeah. not the same. Thing. Yeah, one is for looking at because when you're a bodybuilder, it's a work of art, and you're up there being judged purely aesthetically for symmetry. You know, well, the, symmetry and size and all right, that. Right, right. And does it, they don't care if you can touch your own ear or not. You know, <laughs> doesn't matter. That's not part of the judging. No, it's just how, it, how much tanning oil they got on and, mm-hmm. you know, the symmetry and then right. and that's it. The but joke, the CrossFit is, joke. can you do this? Right. Fast. And they don't care how you look. Nope. Because, like, look no. at Matt Fraser. He's can kind of a tubby little guy. He's not. I mean, but he's, he's ripped now because but, he was tubby before because. Sorry, but Dr. he was always kind Anthony, of, you know, Doctor Anthony. Sorry, but he was always kind of tubby before when he was competing because he had glycogen stores. Oh, right. So he was always a little puffy. <clears throat> yep. But it, the, the running joke in CrossFit is, what's well, my running joke really? But, but not a running joke. No, it's not a running joke. It's just an <laughs> ongoing joke. And I always say, after class, I'm like, all right, who wants to do curls? And they're like, curls. I'm like, who wants to do curls? It said, we do, and I, my joke is always, we do all this fucking working out, we should at least look like we do. Right. So let's do some curls. Right. Yeah, you're kind of caught in the middle because you want to lift heavy stuff to grow muscle, but then you also want dysfunctional stuff. And, you know, there's people in all camps. Right. And Venn diagram either overlaps some or not at all or a lot. You know, well, depending that's on funny what you're going you say for. that, and this could be another episode too, <clears throat> but I'll just say it real quick. Um, I just got my ISSA certification, which is CrossFit certification, nope. right? Or this is just general personal training. Oh, okay. So what, just, what does ISSA stand for? Uh, uh International yeah. Sports Science Association. Oh, okay. Cool. So I am now an ISSA certified coach and it is, <clears throat> as I was taking this course, it's all the same shit. It's here's all, the website. It's all the same stuff. Is this the website? Yep. ISSA.com online.com. It's all of So basically personal trainer certifications. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt that. No, no, that's fine. It's yeah, it but point of my story was the the curricula <laughs> is all the shit they teach you at the foundation mm-hmm. is the same as CrossFit. Mm. It's all the same shit. Right. Nobody reinvented the wheel. Right. The only thing that differs with CrossFit and traditional strength and conditioning is application. Mm-hmm. 
And Greg Glassman figured out how to add gymnastics to it. Right. And then and make it over very in a sprinkling of of cult cultiness just good, to get increase that commitment. It's a good cult. Yeah. Um yeah, in a class <clears throat> in a good format. Way. In yep. a class format and um get that community piece going. Yeah, it it's because oh, I'm really going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> after I got my ISSA certification, go into specializations. And then no, whoa. Upside. What? Okay. Uh, go to strength. Oh, whoop. okay. You're an IT guy. I know, but it's like down to strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning coach. I'm I'm tri- I'm testing out of this right now. Okay. So, in addition to personal training, I will have my strength and conditioning certificate, certificate on top of it, and it's exactly like CrossFit. Right. And then go back up to. Um, specializations down in strength. First one, top. Bodybuilding? I'm also doing that one. So I will be a certified bodybuilding specialist. Excellent. So. Right on. I'm testing, doing the test right now. So the test, you have to go through the whole curricula, and then once you get through it, Mm -hmm. the test, I didn't really... Think of it. I didn't put two and two together originally, but it said once you start this test, there's no timer, and you can save your work and stop and come back. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, that's too easy. It's as open book as it gets. Right. So I can go look up the answer, come back. Right. One by one, question by question, if you wanted to. That's what I thought. Uh And you can. It's open book. Okay. But it's a twisty twist. Well- for one, it's like 300 multiple choice, true, false <laughs> questions. Then yeah. that's worth 200 points. Right. It, each question's a point. The entire test is 500 points. Mm. Guess what? The oh, No, no, no. The entire test is 700 points. What's the other chunk then? Essay. Oh, okay. So they almost don't, just completing all the multiple choice is just a formality. They know you're going to get that. Right. And then, then they're gonna it's be like, really about the essay. You did a good job. You got 100% on the questions. Now prove that you yeah. know. Does he understand? Can you apply it? Does he understand? Yeah. Yep. That's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> good. So, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not worried about it. But the testing is, it's no joke. Right. Well, it uh, shouldn't be. Right. I mean, it, you know, if you're going to go to a certified person, that should mean something. Right. You know? Yep. You shouldn't be able to just get it in an hour. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, let's talk about the uh, that thing you post. You sent me earlier. Oh, which, I which, like by that the way, guy. since it was April Fools, and the last time you violently tricked me into opening a horrible link, I, I thought it was going to be a link when I saw your text. Oh, you thought it was going to be the Tinder guy, and I wasn't going to fall for it. I'm like, uh, I was going to say, I'm not opening this, just so you know. But I, then you just pasted a bunch of text in, so I was safe. Yeah, but if you because <laughs> the way you the way you phrased it was perfect. You said. If you had an iPhone. Not my post. A well-known leader in the fitness space with a huge following posted this thoughts, and then I thought it was going to be a hyperlink to an evil thing. Okay, but this is called awkward letter to, or a letter to the awkward running guy. Okay, so we're going to discuss this. Yeah, it's um, it's a little frontal. Right, and I'll say I, I, I respect this guy's marketing ability because he's being contrarian. He's a, 
attacking the uh, generalizations and assumptions that everyone has that, you know, you run and that's going to, you know, solve your issues or whatever. And then he's basically saying it's bullshit and here's why, which, which I respect and mostly agreed with everything he said, but let's just read it. Here. Yeah, he's not wrong. He says that, okay, a letter to the awkward running guy. I actually feel terrible for these people. They try so hard to lose the weight and they never get anywhere. You probably see them in your neighborhood too. These people can't be just where I live. Who are they? The overweight runner people. You know, the 30 to 40 pound overweight people, they get all suited up in their special $200 shoes with their 15 year old free t-shirt they got for running the local 10k turkey trot <laughs> laboring around the neighborhood for 20 minutes never accomplishing anything see that's that's the attack part i'm not against but he's running not wrong no exactly i'm not against running but what they do isn't running this exercise they do is done at the speed of a quick walk with aggressive arm movements that mimic running with no additional distance covered still not uh, okay the bulk of the calories being burned are not from running but from the additional gyrating body parts they use trying to create speed and power i feel terrible for them because i know what they want they want to lose weight they really do and they're putting a lot of effort and literally and figuratively going nowhere so then he goes on for a few more paragraphs uh, but he basically ends up saying um I want to give you the cheat code. I want you to learn how to lift weights. At first, it's going to feel awkward. Uh, it will feel like you aren't doing anything. Your heart rate won't be as high. You may not be as sweaty, and you may think you're wasting your time. You aren't. What you're doing is building muscle. When you lift weights, you are burning calories. In that process, you break down muscle tissue. It triggers your body to repair that muscle. That process requires energy burning calories and is not done at the gym. Yes, you'll be burning calories even when you're not working out. No, we've talked about that. He's just so trying to. He's, 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 he's basically selling, raising your BMR. Yeah, and he's he's pushing resistance training yep. as an alternative to running. When people say I'm 40 over, and they immediately jump on the treadmill or they go to Rustad Center and yep. and do laps, right? Or they, like you said, trot trot around the the neighborhood for 20 minutes a day thinking that that's going to work. And I've personally experienced this because when I first started to get chunky 11 years ago now, and I find I was creeping up in pant size and, you know, it was for 38, whatever, 39. And I was like, all right, screw this. Bought a treadmill, put it in my basement, did it religiously and pretty aggressively, like, you know, a good pace. I was sweating my balls off a uh, half hour every night. Like without fail, because I knew secretly deep down I didn't want to change my diet. Mm -hmm. So I did that as a way to outrun it. Attempt to yeah. avoid doing the hard thing, mm -hmm. which was changing the diet. Did it for six months straight, didn't lose a pound. Same gut, you know, exactly the same spot, didn't, you know, clothes fit the same, did not make one move. Then I found Gary Taubes' book, Good Calories, Bad Calories, realized, you know, carbs were my particular issue, overeat, overconsumption of that, not enough protein, all that. Started eating low carb, dropped a pound a day for the first 20 days. <laughs> it was like complete, you know, opposite of what I anticipated. Yep. So I didn't know about weightlifting then, you know, so I've since learned that really that's the key because I, then I, I got skinny to the point where my friend at work uh, who came up to me and goes, are you sick? Yeah, are you not feeling well? Because I was skinny. Yep. But yeah, now people come so up to me and go, dude, what have you been doing? Right. Because I, for me, the secret was the, the nutrition combined with lifting 
as heavy weights as I could do in a progressive overload fashion. Right. Doing that often. Right. That's to me, that's like the magic key, the silver bullet. Um, well, it goes in line with what I said, combined. what I said on Facebook this week too. It goes in yeah, line You had a lot of that. truth bombs this week. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you come up with these, but you had like four or five. I'm like, Ooh, that's usually good. when I'm running <laughs> in your Turkey trot. Yeah. That's when I think. Now, okay. I want you to, now that I've said my piece on this, I want you to respond to what he said because you do run. You like I jog a lot, you know, rucking and and all that stuff, and you you know you had your wife drop you off ten miles out of town, and yeah. But when did the <laughs> when did my question when I was reading that post from that guy? I get it, shock and awe. Yeah, he's trying, he's, he's he's trying to yeah he's trying to shame people into spending money with them. I get it, but my first thing, the first thing that popped into my head was mm, when did the word jog or jogging get removed from the dictionary. Cause it's like he's as, shaming them for saying you're not running. Yeah. But they're jogging. They're jogging. But why do we have why to is go, that not valid? A valid form why, of exercise. You mean? No. Why isn't it valid to call it that? Right. It's like, well, I was running this morning. Oh, really? How far did you go? Well, I went three, mi- the block three, <laughs> three miles. Oh yeah. How long did it take you? An hour. Well, that's not running. That's jogging. Yeah. And then right. it took the the PC world to go, you're shaming them. We're right. all runners. Right, right. Mm, no. No. If, if anything under 10-minute mile is jogging. Right. That's or, or, slower than a 10-minute mile yep. is jogging. And guess what? 80 to 90% of my training is over 10-minute miles. Right. I jog a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to just say run. Yeah. What are you doing tonight? I'm going running. And some of it's just cultural, like jogging was huge in the 80s. Right. You know? Right. With your, you know. But if you look teal head, up, Teal wristbands, right. sweatbands and stuff, you know, that was yeah. a, it was just a trendy cultural right. thing. Right. So I think just jogging is just kind of out of fashion. That's a piece of it too. But yeah, it's just, it's semantics. But um, the, the main thing is, would you tell those people that are 30 to 40 overweight to not do it? No. I would tell them. To prioritize weight training and still run. And still do cardio. Yeah, and still jump. Now, still okay, run, let's whatever. say somebody came to you and said, I'm 30 over, I'm 30 or 40 over, I've been religiously jogging, you know, what should I do? You'd say, weight train. Well, first, I'm, I'm so guessing. First, we have to figure out why you're 40 over. Yeah, here's the Dewey How'd formula. We get there? You got to figure out the nutrition piece How'd we first. get there? Yep. How'd yep. we get to 40 over? But. We didn't get to 40 over by not working out. No. We didn't. You're not 40 pounds overweight because you stopped working out. Yep. It's because you eat. It's because the food. Period. Yep. The absence of weight training or cardio training doesn't put more calories in your body. No, there's plenty of skinny people. Right. Yeah. And it's, it, it's all dietary. Yep. So once we figure out what, how we got to 40 over, then we can come up with strategies to get rid of that 40, which include weight training and running. Yep. And building lean muscle. Weight training, it's got to be prioritized. Yeah, building lean muscle is a piece that people do not get. Yep. Yep. That's like the silver bullet that they're ignoring. Right. They just think it's either, okay, eat less, move more, right? That's always right. the combo. And here's the curveball, though. When the, the client comes to me and says, I'm 40 pounds overweight, um, what should I do? Well, first got to figure out how we got the 40, and then now we can come up with a strategy to get rid of the 40. We're going to prioritize weight training. 
And then we're going to add some cardio and conditioning mm -hmm. because your heart's a muscle. You have to improve right. your cardiovascular health. You can't just do resistance. That's training. why I like uh, Reacher. Alan yeah. Rickson, how he yep. phrased it. He said, do something that makes you sweat. Makes that gets your heart rate works up. your heart and your muscles every every day every week or every you know many times a week or whatever sure yeah but he didn't just say lift weights he said right that you know works your muscles and your heart well there's a lot. there's energy pathways yeah and in order to be to achieve elite or pinnacle homeostasis you have to train all of these energy systems and you can't just, the people I, what do you do for fitness? Oh, I lift weights. What about cardio? I lift weights faster. <laughs> no, you, no, no, no. Right, just cause, no. Because those guys, if they ever get chased by anything, they're <laughs> right. puffing out of breath yeah. in, in yeah. 30 seconds and done. R right. So <laughs> yeah, I think you have to have all. Well, and a huge indicator of physical fitness, physical preparedness Let's just not even call it fitness. If you're physically prepared for whatever life throws at you, it's resting heart rate. Right. Well, how do you think we're going to lower yeah, that? Yeah, you don't get that up just lifting weights. Right. Yeah, that's stressing your heart strategically. Because it's a muscle. Yep. Progressive overload. That applies to the heart, too. Um, so I would start there. But then the curveball would be when the client goes... Well, but well, I should probably tell you my, some of my goals. I want to run a marathon. Hit the brakes. Right. Now we're going to prioritize running and speed and power training, and we're going to do that with weights. But we're going to do gonna both. That's going to help your exactly. goals of that. And we're going to do both, but we're going to flip-flop the order of what we prioritize. Because I have no doubt that, like, introducing squats that I had never done, if I was a if running a marathon was my goal, would only help that. You have to do squats if yeah. you're going to run a marathon. It would only help that ultimately. Yep. So people are like, I only have so many hours in the day, so I just need to run. That's fine. That's fine. Because you do only have so many hours. But in I the think days. the most efficient way would be squatting then. Because you, you can get that done. You can work those muscles a lot quicker. Yeah, but if you don't have the VO2 max, you're not going to be able to well, run. Well, true, true. So you need to train that. But, <clears throat> yeah, if, if you only have so many hours in the day, that's fine. So we'll prioritize the conditioning part and the endurance part, and then we'll sprinkle in some weight training when we can. But it doesn't need to be elaborate. It can be thirty. It can be one hundred air squats for time. Yeah, right. That's not going to take. Then it might take a long start. But and then just do progressive overload. Right, and just yeah. keep doing that. But if that's still not enough time. So, like, you're literally the busiest person on the planet that I've never met before. Which does not exist, by the way, because if you no. followed somebody around, you'd be like, uh, you just watched an hour of Seinfeld. Right. That could have been your workout. Yep. Yeah, it's not possible. <laughs> you just, you're, it's not it's not important enough to you. Nope. So, since it's not important enough to you, these goals we just wrote down, number one, run a marathon. Number two, you wrote down, was to run a marathon in four hours. Mm. We got to scratch that one off. Right. If, if you're not, not going to make the it. time yeah. to do all of the things that are required, right. you got to change the goal. Yep. Or understand it's going to take longer to get there. Right. That's the trade-offs. Yep. If you're willing to prioritize it, you can get there a lot quicker. Right. You know. Absolutely. <clears throat> all right. Well, we've railed enough. We've ranted enough. We've raved enough. Oh, it's good to be back. Let's call it. Let's call it a day, baby. Um, by the way, I got up to. 33 chin-ups now, add another one. 
My bench for reps is 175, creeping up. And that's about what I weigh. So I'm at body weights for four sets of 10. But that's 175 is hard right now. Four <laughs> like sets the last, yeah, the last set. I've, the safety bars haven't saved me yet, but I barely, you've seen those like uh, shutter shaky reps. You know, that's the last me. And one. I, I just start screaming, don't touch it, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> even when I you're fucking alone got this even when you're alone well yeah. no I, usually when i but uh yeah spotter so uh, it's gonna t- i know it's gonna my newbie gains have slowed dramatically it's gonna be a long time before you know you gotta shake it up as i'm adding you know now you need to be constantly varied you know you gotta shake up the programming now you gotta do some crazy shit some dips and <laughs> add some chains to it dips and chains some chains to the end of the bar <laughs> Not whips and chains, it's dips and chains. Right? <laughs> sounds like right. a good name for a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Like that is of, good. Lots of varying topics. <laughs> yep. Right on. All right, guys, we're going to leave it there. So send emails to info at fitandfurious.com. Make sure you're watching on YouTube for, you know, to analyze my squad. You got, you got, what's your critique of my newbie squat? Check it out and see if you disagree with what Dewey had to say. Check us out anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Support the show at FuriousMerch.com, and we will see you hopefully next week. Hey.